Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Here's to strong women. We may know them, we may be them, we may raise them. And hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez and the theme for our show today is the gift of feminism. And I'm Zara Hassanen. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive media, positive message media. It's always the season for giving, so give big. And so today we have Chelsea with us here to discuss her views and her thoughts about feminism through her segment, Past Present. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, everyone. I'm Chelsea, a reporter on Express Yourself, and my segment is called Past Present. For this Gift of Feminism edition of my segment, I will be talking about the history of society's outlook on women, as well as their role in shaping our modern world. So it wasn't until the past few centuries that women finally broke through the societal norm that left them subordinate to their male counterparts with very limited individual rights. But with the emergence of the Enlightened Era in the 18th century, we can kind of see the tide changing as women, as female philosophers, most famously Mary Wollstonecraft, a passionate advocate for women's rights, begins to make their voices heard. In her book, A Vindication of the Rights of Women, she of women, she argues that women are not naturally inferior to men, but only appear to be as a result of lacking in education. And around the same time, during the French Revolution, we can see their growing influence on society. For example, one of the main events that really kicked off the revolution was a women's march to Versailles in protest of bread at a fair price, showing us how women are really beginning to take action and speaking up after centuries of oppression. In fact, many liberal women went even further, demanding for the same civil rights granted to men in the Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen. And those events of the late 18th century marked just the beginning. But it wasn't until the 1800s that the official movement actually started. It was this time that the women's suffrage, that the women's suffrage movement took place, led by Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Stanton. Through 50 years of hard work of traveling across the country and advocating for women's civil rights in speeches to address millions of people finally paid off when, in the 1920s, the 19th Amendment was added to the U.S. Constitution, giving the women the right to vote. And 
Although neither of them lived to actually see this milestone in women's history, their accomplishments will forever be commemorated in every election as they not only have given billions of women a voice, but also strengthened America as a democratic country. And fast forward to the 21st century, with over half of women in the U.S. taking the United States taking part in the labor force, and making up around 26% of women of people employed in a STEM in a STEM field occupation, and with an ongoing fight to break the glass ceiling, the feminist movement has clearly created a legacy, presenting billions of young girls across the globe opportunities their grandmothers and even their mothers would never have even imagined. Wow, wow, thank you for that insight, Chelsea. I, th- I thought it was really cool how you um, related feminism to like a different, a bunch of different time periods, even, you know, back in the 1700s when you wouldn't really think there was a real like social movement for, you know, women's rights and stuff. But that was really cool how you explained that. Um, and speaking of that movement in the 1700s, so you mentioned the role that women played in the French Revolution um, and how they wanted the same civil rights as men. How successful were they in the end in obtaining those rights? Well, unfortunately, they were quite unsuccessful in that sense. And it wasn't until the 20th century that women finally began to acquire equality and civil rights. But it's still really important to note that they were finally speaking up and they were using the revolutionary spirit of the time to voice their demands. I mean, in comparison, we can look back to the 16th and 17th centuries when women were expected to focus solely on their tasks of being the manager of the household and serving their husbands and their families. Most of the time, it was, I guess, forbidden for upper-class women to even go out into the public sphere alone without a man to accompany them. They were very restricted to their personal homes, and they were severely oppressed. And it was it was basically a patriarchal system that refused to listen to anything that they had to say. But during the French Revolution, most of that ideal still held true, but it was then that they were actually finally beginning to break out of the bubble. That's really cool, and I, I think that, you know, we've come pretty far uh, as, you know, a movement, and I, I like the progress that we've made, although we still have some work to do, we've done a pretty good job so far, and uh, there, are, there are a lot of events going on, there are a lot of marches, there's a lot of protests. Have you participated in any of these events for feminism? Well, although I personally didn't go because I was unfortunately out of town that weekend, I do know that a lot of my friends attended the march in San Francisco, like the Women's oh, cool. March. Yeah, nice. protesting the the recent election of President Trump. And my public speaking coach actually traveled all the way to Washington, D.C. to oh participate that, that Saturday. And she also took this opportunity to meet up with her old friends from Georgetown and what I thought was really cool about that was how it basically showed how women and even feminist men from many different cities of all different backgrounds and beliefs were united and marched under a single object- objective, which is to empower women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And, you know, just the way you were talking about how it really was kind of a connecting force. Um, so, you know, just going off that, what are your general thoughts on the march? Um, I thought no matter... No matter what your political stance is, I mean, the recent election did divide America um, with people having very strong, strongly opinion, 
opinionated beliefs on both ends. Um, I think it's important that the march wasn't necessarily just to protest our new leader. It was it was a uniting force in people mm-hmm. speaking out um, speaking out against his um, sexist remarks in the past few in the past um, few months that that basically turned a bunch of women against him. And I think it's important that the march um, be, it should be looked at as a uniting force instead of something that oh only people opposed to Trump should mm-hmm. attend. Um, because anyone and everyone should advocate for women's rights. And it's mm-hmm. one of the beliefs that I think anyone can relate to. And that was what the Women's March was about for me, for um, for what it was. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the things that I liked about the whole march was that it wasn't just about people protesting Trump. It was kind of a way right. to come together. And there were different views. There were different parties that were there. Uh, you know, even men participated in the march, with it, which I thought was pretty cool. And, you know, yeah. there were some things that I disagreed with, which is okay. You know, everybody's allowed to have their own opinion. I do think that there was a positive side to that march for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it was really, um, you know, I think it had the potential to be very, like a very divisive force, but at the same, but um, I think it actually did end up being just a really powerful statement. You know, you think about like, um, like the March on Washington and stuff like that. um, And like, it was, I feel like it had that same kind of air of like, oh, this is something that will go down in history that is going to sort of be for the betterment of society in the end. And it really wasn't, um, I didn't see any like really antagonism in the march either, which was also a really nice break from yeah, the that rhetoric that's been yeah that um, yeah because usually you know in the past months it hasn't really been like that so yeah I thought that was really effective as well. So Chelsea, yeah. um, so speaking you know with regards to stuff that's not necessarily political, um, how have you experienced, like, what's your feminist experience been like, just like as a regular high school student, like in your everyday life? Well, one thing I found that was really inspiring at my school was how there are so many more programs for girls who aspire um, to be involved in a career in the STEM field. Uh Um, As it used to be, and it still kind of is, a a career field dominated by men. Mm-hmm. I mean, you hear about, oh, my dad's an engineer, my dad's, he's doing, he's in the finance world. Um, right. But, like, as of right now, there seems to be a movement that's encouraging more and more girls to take up occupations in the STEM direction. Like, for example, at my school, there's a club called Girls Who Code, and mm-hmm. yeah, um, they, they're really involved in the community, and they do a really great job of promoting um, opportunities for girls who want to go in that direction, whereas before there weren't as many. Um, and there was also like a seminar last year with um, women in a math related in math related occupations who came to our school and talked to us about their professions in hopes of encouraging more girls to do, to do the same. Mm-hmm. And although that's just one of the many things that I guess embodies the ongoing feminist movement in my everyday life. I found that Mm -hmm. it's something that really stood out to me. And it's important to realize that uh, feminism, it's not just, oh, like, oh, we had a suffrage movement in a couple of centuries ago, and yay, now we can vote. But it's something that's ongoing. Like, there's an ongoing feminist movement to, you know, break the glass ceiling, get equal pay, just that kind of stuff. And 
it's really cool to see how in just as a high school student, little things like that, like like women in STEM, just it mm-hmm. just shows that feminism is still an ongoing movement today, and um, and something that everyone can be a part of. Yeah, I totally agree with that, and I think. Um, you know, it's really cool how you described how, you know, feminism really does evolve. And I think it's really interesting that, you know, back in the day, feminist goals were to, you know, get the right to vote, get some basic rights. But now um, it's stuff like, you know, get more women in STEM and stuff like that, which I think is um, really cool. And it kind of proves how timeless a movement feminism is. Definitely. No, yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people, which I think is a, it's a bit strange, but I think it comes down to personal opinion, personal experience. And there's things that happen to different people that allow them to have a, a certain view on feminism. But it's interesting to see how everybody feels about this concept and, and different things that people might do to either prevent it or further it. But I think it's great if we all, you know, agree on the fact that women and men should be equal within, you know, careers, you know, social life, private life, family life. You know, it's great to have that kind of, you know, thought uh, thought process and mindset. And I think we can all really uh, help forward that if, if we all agree to treat each other as equal because we're all human. So right. that w- that's one thing that we should really keep in mind. But thank you so much, Chelsea. It was so wonderful to hear your insight and have you on the show. I really hope we have you on again. And it was always a great segment with you. Uh, be sure to check back, guys. We're going to have some more interesting conversations on feminism. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Zara Hosnane. Support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more info on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our talk. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice of America Kids Network, brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. And in this segment, we have our very own Zara, who will give us her thoughts on feminism. Hi, Zara. Hello. So are you a feminist? 
Um, yeah, I would definitely say, say I am a feminist because, you know, All I right. just think, <laughs> yeah, because um, <laughs> um, I think, you know, just the core idea of feminism is that men and women should be equal. Yeah. Um, and I believe in gender equality, but I also believe in, you know, empowerment for, for both, empowerment for both, you know, men and women, because, you know, they yeah. both face um, inequalities in society that, Definitely. you know, we really can't go unnoticed if we want to progress as a society. Um, and I also recognize that, you know, feminism has been the driving force behind a lot of the social change that has happened, you know, even um, in the last, you know, three, four hundred years. And I think even before that, because, um, you know, Chelsea was talking about in the last segment about, you know, the Women's March, Women's March, Women's, um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's what it's called, the Women's March on Versailles um, during the French Revolution. So I think it yeah. really, um, even if it wasn't labeled feminism, that's really, uh, women have been kind of um, m- making changes like that since the beginning of time, um, based on, you know, empowerment and trying to create a more equal society. So yeah, I would definitely say that I am a feminist. That's pretty cool. And, you know, I, I think everybody, you know, it would be great, you know, for everybody to think that way, you know, how men and women are equal and not only do women have some problems with gender inequality, but men do as well. You know, that's, that's yeah. something that a lot of people realize and it's really not broadcasted as much across social media and the media itself, which I think should change, but it, it is good to really view it as a way to create really like humanity equality, you know, equality yeah, I totally among, agree. yeah, among men and women. And are there any aspects of feminism which sometimes frustrate you? Because I know there are a lot of concepts that people don't necessarily agree with, or it may seem sort of taboo, or people are just like, you know, why why would this be a part of feminism if this doesn't really make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you actually touched on one thing that I sometimes struggle with, too, is that, you know, sometimes men... Um, are excluded from some people's versions of feminism. I don't think, you know, those people who exclude men from their feminism are real feminists, in my opinion. But, um, you know, I think of, there's this idea of, like, it's called, like, toxic masculinity, which is basically, like, you know, the patriarchy hurts men as well. um, Because, you know, it does, you know, men have their own gender roles that they're subjected to. Yeah, for sure. And um, that's not fair either. So, you know, I think that really sometimes has to be acknowledged more as well. Um, But one thing that really has been frustrating to me throughout my life is um, kind of the lack of intersectionality that I see in like um, even modern day feminism. Cause you know, I do kind of, um, I am, I live in like a very white town um, and like, I know a lot of people that I respect greatly that who are feminists and I totally respect what they're doing and I totally respect their beliefs, but sometimes it kind of feels like the only people they're really talking about are like rich white women when they're talking about their empowerment and feminism um, and, you know, just everything that goes along with that. Um, and that really does bug me because it's just like, it seems like you're ignoring like the majority of the population. Yeah. Um, and it kind of makes like, it, I don't know, it kind of makes me feel like, oh, maybe you just, like, don't consider, you know, women of color or poor women and stuff to, like, be, mm-hmm. um, like, worthy of your cause, you know, which is, uh, which that, that is... creates a problem. Yeah, I think it definitely creates a problem. Um, and it's just, like, this whole kind of... Because, um, like, sometimes I feel like, you know, people who aren't really intersectional with their feminism sometimes... Um, just like want something want some kind of like injustice that they can like cling to because they like haven't really like they don't have anything else Um, yeah 
it's you know a little I mean? for people who haven't had that personal experience. So they'll try and find something horrible that they can kind of revert back to when they try and support, you know, this concept of feminism. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, of course, yeah, like all women uh, struggle and they're all, you know, uh, they all experience oppression and stuff like that. But um, in our own ways. Yeah, in our own ways. And just clinging on to your own um, oppression really does exclude people and it really does make yeah. uh, create a lot of divisions within the feminist um, movement, I think. Um, another thing that kind of bugs me is um, sometimes I see people um, like characterizing women to have like certain traits that are very like specific to women and like described as like feminine traits. So like people will be like, oh, you know, women are naturally nurturing and caring, which means uh-huh. that you know, we need more of that spirit, like, in our society, as opposed to, like, yeah. the violent, like, the violent spirit of men or whatever, and I think that's just, yeah. it's <sighs> such a generalization, that's it's so not true, and it's really, yeah, it's, like, really frustrating, too, because it's, like, you're perpetuating the same sexism that, like, you yourself say that you combat, and exactly. I really don't think, yeah, and, you know, I think, it's not like all women are nice and caring and nurturing and just naturally like that. Like the exact opposite. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've met plenty of mean women and I've met, and you know, when you say nurturing, it kind of makes you think of like this, like meek kind of like figure that just, they're only like, it kind of like perpetuates that stereotype that like, it's like only job is to like take care of like the home and stuff like that. Um, and I just, yeah, that just really bugs me, too, because it's like, no, like this is what we're trying to move away from, not what we're trying exactly. to, like, embrace, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can agree with that. You know, not everybody has the same personality, especially with women. You know, we're all different. We all have a belief that we have a certain role in society, and we all have our different personalities. I've met plenty of women who do not feel that they are nurturing enough or have the traits uh, that you know they don't have what it takes to be a mother or they feel like they feel that it would take away their independence if they were to become a mother and you know and then there are men who don't have that brutal aggressive personality that these women you know try and and enforce on this concept of feminism i've met many men who are very uh sensitive they're very nurturing towards anybody they meet they're very caring and i just i think that's something that could really cloud the the ideology of feminism and you are the president of the gender equality club at your school and you probably deal with a lot of the concepts around feminism with this club can you tell us a bit about that yeah um actually it's been it's been a really good experience um but you know from the start i was a little bit um, I guess I was a little bit scared to just, um, cause we like started the club, actually no, it was a club last year, but it was a little smaller last year. Um, okay. yeah. So, you know, we have this like thing called club day where it's basically just like everybody goes around, um, and like they explore the different clubs that they can join. Um, and I remember on club day, um, you know, I was like at the gender equality club booth, um, and I was just, you know, telling people to join and like being enthusiastic about it. And then these, like, a bunch, this, like, group of guys came up and they kept, like, asking, like, really rude, like, sexist questions. And they were like, oh, like, yeah. And it was like, you know, they were like, oh, like, the pay, the wage gap is made up and, like, women, like, already have all the rights that they need and blah, blah, blah. And they were just, like, yelling all the stuff. And I was like, wow, like, this is, and that kind of, like, made me realize, like, oh, like, this is why we need, like, a gender equality club at the school so we can yeah. discuss stuff like this so that we can prevent stuff like this. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons we called it gender equality club which I'm not exactly proud of but it's because we kind of thought that people might be afraid by the word feminism which I think 
was kind of a mistake on our part because basically like our goal was to make the club more approachable to people so we get all kind of all kinds of people to come to the meeting so not only the people who are already feminists um and like we did accomplish that kind of but at the same time I feel it kind of felt like we were like sacrificing our principles when we did that um but you know since we have gotten the club going it's been really good um we you know, every, um, we meet like every other Monday and we talk about like, I'll bring in like an article or like a poem or something and we'll discuss it. And people have a lot of fun with that or not fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and we also, um, we had a conversation with like our administration about, um, like the policies of our school on like sexual assault, because those have kind of been fuzzy in the past couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like those policies tend to be kind of fuzzy, which they really shouldn't be. They really should be clear. Yeah, and And I think that's hard to do, especially when you're in middle school or high school. It's hard to talk about those things with these kids. Yeah. It's a very touchy subject. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, um, it was, so yeah, we just like went in there. We had a conversation with them and they were actually, we thought they might be kind of like defensive about it, but they were really open and they were like, yeah, like, um, you know, because we kind of felt that like they haven't really been like, clear about you know saying like there will be no tolerance for like sexual assault um so that's kind of what we talked about and they were like really receptive to like our concerns and stuff like that um and so yeah and so we're also um at our next meeting we're gonna write like letters to like our congress people um because just like kind of expressing our concerns about you know stuff that's happened um in the past few weeks or a few months or whatever but it's not you know it's not really like necessarily we don't want to make it like a partisan thing either it's just uh-huh. like writing like letters about whatever like concerns you about you know the state of our affairs right now to your congress people because that is I think our civic duty no matter what our party is and I think it is um yeah and so you know we just want to kind of participate in that um, we want to make a little bit of an impact that way. Um, and we thought that would probably be the best way to like make our voices heard because, you know, otherwise if we just have these discussions at lunch with each other, then, um, it's not necessarily, um, you know, making any kind of change. Um, but yeah, so it's a really like nice place to just discuss with like people, um, of different viewpoints. Like there's a lot of guys that come in there, um, and just like ask about, you know, what feminism means to us, why they should be feminists. And we have like, um, we just have some really productive conversations about that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just really cool to see how like the attitude towards the word feminism is changing. Cause like, I remember when I was a freshman, like I didn't know too many people that would call themselves feminists, but like now we have like maybe like probably like a quarter of our club is freshmen, which isn't so common. Um, and they're all like really feisty and they're all really like, <laughs> yeah, they're all like really passionate about like feminism, which is really cool. Cause it's like, even in the last two years, um, there's been so much progress about like embracing the movement embrace and embracing the actual mm-hmm. word. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's very important, especially what you do with writing the the letters, my goodness, uh, the letters that people can write. I think that's super important because it allows people to really become involved and and voice their opinions, like you said earlier, where if you just had these discussions at the lunch table, it wouldn't exactly get anywhere, although you guys could have a discussion and get things cleared up and kind of find out some opinions that some people either didn't know about it or didn't have and you guys can create some new ideas but I think that's totally great with what you guys are doing with the club and I think it's awesome oh, and it's definitely, yeah 
it's definitely a way for everybody to really get involved in a way that they would like to. So this was great, and it was an awesome discussion. But during the break, you guys, please visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Zara Hassanane. Also, please visit our charity site at www.bethestarur.org. Then watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash bethestarur. Stay right here as we continue our amazing discussion on feminism. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today on Express Yourself, we are discussing the gift of feminism. And I'm Zara Hassanay. So today we've really been diving into feminism. And so today we have, um, in this segment, we have Asia here with us to discuss her ideas and her experience with feminism. Hi, Asia. Hi. So I really think that instead of just thinking about the general concept and ideology of feminism, there are actually a lot of other branches of feminism out there in our community and out there in, in the world. And there are a lot of different ideas, but really it comes down to the global idea of feminism refers to the belief that men and women deserve equality in all opportunities, treatment, respect, and social rights. And that's something that I can totally agree with. However, there are different aspects of feminism that many people may not know about. So there is the idea of liberal feminism, and with this, feminists strive for sexual equality uh with down-to-earth political and legal reform. And liberal feminism is a form of feminism that argues that equality for women can be achieved through legal means and social reform. And this can equal access to education, equal pay, ending job sex segregation, and better working conditions. And this is all usually achieved through social reform. And this also includes equality in marriage with more male involvement in childcare and the end of domestic violence and sexual harassment. And then you come to radical feminism, 
which is where this is a movement that really believes sexism is so deeply rooted in society that the only cure is to eliminate the concept of gender completely. And they're against the patriarchy. They assume men's dominance over women. And you may have heard the term man-hating, where men are the problem. And it's breaking down specific generals. And that is breaking down specific generals is one of their sole purposes with radical feminism. And then you have the idea of eco-feminism, which is a social and political movement which really unites environmentalism and feminism into one concept. And they really believe that the exploitation and destruction of nature can link to the exploitation of women. And they really believe that women are closer to nature because of motherhood, childbearing, and homemaking. And then you have global feminism, which it really concerns itself primarily with the forward movement of women's rights on a global scale, really kind of promoting and spreading the idea of feminism around the world instead of just within your community or your country. It's really a way to really promote it everywhere in different cultures, different countries, different belief systems. And then you come down to cultural feminism, which is developed from radical feminism, although they hold quite a bit of opposing views and it's also a feminist theory of difference that praises the positive aspect of women and as radical feminism died out as a movement cultural feminism got rolling and it got its feet on the ground and it, and it really has different beliefs from radical feminism and it's really cultural feminism believes in encouraging feminine feminine behavior rather than masculine behavior uh, and this emphasizes essential differences between men and women, and the differences here between men and women aren't chosen but are part of the nature of a woman or a man. And it's going to really emphasize the working to balance uh, a culture that overvalues male values of aggression and undervalues female values of kindness and gentleness. And really, we can go off of that with the segment that we had with Yuzara, where Mm-hmm. You were saying that the problem with this is because they believe that the overruling uh, values of male aggression and uh, you know just believing mm-hmm. that the that men have a have more power really undervalues the female values of kindness and gentleness. And we were talking about how some of the beliefs of feminism really kind of perpetuated the belief that men do overrule women with the fact that there needs to be more nurturing and, and caring and less aggression, which could cause a problem in, in mm-hmm. opposing views. So then they have the emphasis on shared values of women from white African-American and other cultures more than on the differences of women in different groups. And this is something that I can agree with, you know, really kind mm-hmm. of valuing everybody uh, as a whole, uh, especially with women, instead of really focusing on the differences that we have as women, no matter our color, you know, our sexual orientation mm-hmm. or anything like that, we kind of really celebrate those shared values and put an emphasis on these differences, which I think is great. But it all just comes back to really assuming that every woman is, you know, of kind nature and we are nurturing. And, you know, that's not mm. a problem. Being that, that being that way is not a problem, but there's also nothing wrong with being the opposite or right. something else other than nurturing or caring or, you know, being in the stereotype that every woman needs to be a mother. And, you know, it's just different uh, branches of feminism have their own belief system and uh, different opinions of what feminism is. 
But I think it really comes down to the mm-hmm. global idea of feminism, where everybody needs to be treated with respect, and they need to have all of their social rights as equals, and we all deserve equal treatment with, you know, kindness, and uh, we all need to be accepted, and uh, equalities and opportunities, especially in the workforce, you know, that's something that we can definitely agree with. Yeah, wow, that was, you just went (laughs) so much, and that was also, yeah, it was just really insightful. Um, So, you know, you brought up all these different kinds of feminisms, these different branches of feminism. Which ones do you tend to agree with or tend to disagree with? Uh, With the uh, really radical feminism, that's something that I really disagree with. There are some points in liberal feminism where I can agree with ending uh, job sex segregation, Uh, Mm -hmm. really striving for equal pay and equal access to education. I really do not agree with the job sex segregation because I feel like there are just so many stereotypes in these careers, especially with educational careers. You see, with my experience, I've seen more female teachers than male teachers. And that may Mm -hmm. come down to the fact that, you know, there's the belief that women are better with children and young adults than men are. And... Mm -hmm. And then you come to the, you know, financial part of the career aspect and you see that may that there's a male dominance with these careers, which I think is really interesting because honestly, nobody, this is just my opinion, nobody is uh-huh. forcing you to go into this job because you are a, a man or a woman. You know, uh-huh. there's, no, there's nothing stopping you from going to get this job and, and striving as hard as you can to get that job. You know, just because you're a woman, you should be a teacher. It's not, it's not saying mm-hmm. that you should be a teacher because you are a woman and you shouldn't go be a fireman because you are a man. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to be yeah. a firefighter, go for it if you are a woman. If you want to be a teacher, go for it even though you are male. Yeah. Uh, and that's just something that I that I believe in. But with radical feminism, I really don't believe uh, that there is a male dominance over women. I think that the dominance over this is the constant uh, perpetuating of gender inequality. You know, the more we say, okay, well, men are dominant in this area, which causes women to be oppressed, is going to further uh, emphasize the fact that there is inequality. So the more we the more we emphasize it, the more it's going to stay. And uh, I do not like the term man hating. I just I cannot yeah. agree with that because I have I have two brothers and a father. Yeah, that are my immediate family. And honestly, you know, it it depends on the way you were raised because that can also uh, give the the uh, outcome of your personality and the way you view women. If you were yeah. uh, raised to have a negative view on women or just people in general, that will definitely affect your view on gender equality. So with yeah. having two younger brothers and a dad in my immediate family, I it's very hard to see men as the problem. It's very mm-hmm. hard to see them as the source of all this negativity. I find it to be people not wanting to treat fellow human beings the way that we should all do it. Yeah. And then with ego, uh, I don't know, ego feminism is just something weird. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's hard to really kind of relate to that term uh, and that branch of feminism because it's just so, uh, in my opinion, yeah, it's very unrelated, you know, to, to what we're trying to strive towards. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think that's really cool that you have, you know, so many opinions, uh, so many nuanced opinions about all these different branches of feminism. So like, I so um, many people would disagree with me. I, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, no, yeah, of course, how I feel. Have your opinion, of course. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so like, have you, um, you know, because I know you own a small business, have you experienced yes. any um, way that feminism helps or hurts you um, in your, uh, you know, endeavors in small business and in the business world in general? Actually, yes, there is a lot of positive and negative feedback that I've received because I am female. And a lot of it is very empowering to be a female CEO, especially a young female CEO. When I was 13, people looked at me as this little girl who had her own business and they were like, do you even know what you're doing? I was like, (laughs) no, but I will learn. (laughs) And uh, But it was really interesting to see the experience that I got. And there was some stereotyping and there was some negativity that because I am a woman, I will be looked down upon as somebody who will not be as capable as an older man. And I I know that that was a possibility. Like, of course, these men who have been in the, you know, the business industry as CEOs will definitely know a lot more than I do. And it would be great to take on some tips and any advice that they would have for me to become more successful uh, and have my own successful business. But I didn't really view it as a negative thing. I kind of viewed it as a learning experience and a way to really better myself to be as good or better than these people who are yeah. already in the CEO industry, uh, in yeah. the business industry as a CEO. Yeah, no, that's really cool that you have that, you know, experience because I think a lot of times, I mean, definitely for me, like, um, you know, you kind of just like think of feminism and you kind of like in like um, sort of, I don't know, like, of course, people, everyone has their, like, experiences with, like, feminism and oppression and stuff like that. But it's really cool that, like, you have that experience, like, in the real world, um, in, like, the workplace, because you don't necessarily get that, especially from, like, you know, like, teenagers and young people, you don't really get that view um, that often. So I think it's really unique that you have that view. It's not as reoccurring as you think it would be, but I think that, you know, sometimes with the word feminism, depending on your, your personal experiences and outlook on society, that... Feminism could have a negative connotation depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But I think it depends, you know, with my experience as well. I, I kind of think of it as a way to really develop your own uh, really meaning of feminism. You know, how do you view feminism? What is your interpretation of it? And how can you relate to something like this depending on what you've been through? Yeah, I totally agree. Well, thank you so much for that amazing conversation. Yeah. That was really insightful and really um, an awesome discussion. Um, so thank you everyone for listening and be sure to stay tuned for our next segment during the break be sure to check out our charity site at www.btsya.org which stands for Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity for more info um, go to events under under events at our website at www.btsya.org I'm Zara and I'm Asia please visit expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show And when we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation on feminism. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. 
Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, and today's hour is all about feminism. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Zara Hassanin. So in this segment, we've got Cynthia Bryan discussing her own personal experience um, with feminism. Hi, Cynthia. Hello, Zara. Hello, Asia. Thank you for inviting me to talk about this very, very important topic that is always dear to my heart. Yeah, of course. So, um... Can you just give us your um, just a little bit of background on your experience with feminism, if you are a feminist, or you know your general views on the subject? Yeah, thanks for again for asking. Uh, first of all, I want to compliment both of you on your viewpoints. I really feel that if uh, you were running the world, it would be a better place <laughs> <laughs> because you are you're both so very open. We'll have to see how that would go. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know what? I I have you know how. I just I love young people and I think that um, in general uh, that people today the millennials have a, a more inclusive atmosphere a more inclusive feeling about what's happening in the world and so I wanted just to point out two things before I give you my personal experience and that was Uh, Zara, I loved the fact that you named your club Gender Equality Club because it seems like it was a perfect name, really, really perfect, because you're not calling out one particular gender or another. You, again, that's getting back to the inclusivity. And then, Asia, I really liked it when you said that men are not the problem. Um, I really believe that we are all humans and we're all humans in training. And getting to the way I was raised, uh, I had, I really, my parents were absolutely incredible. I was very blessed to be born into a family where my mother and and father adored each other, loved each other, and Mm -hmm. always um, ruled the roost as equals. Mm, And That's great. I don't know how much either of you know about my background, but I grew up on a farm and um, we didn't have anything, but we thought we had everything. (laughs) (laughs) That is so awesome. I love that. And and, um, when you're a farmer, farmers are supposed to have boys. When you have a baby, it's supposed to be a boy because boys are going to be the ones that do hard work, right? Well, sure. <laughs> um, so when, I, when my mother was pregnant, um, they already had the name all picked out. It was going to be Gary Allen. And sure oh. enough, I <laughs> pop out. <laughs> so obviously, I wasn't a Gary Allen. And one year later, she's pregnant again. Well, okay, all the farmers in the valley are saying, well, here comes Gary Allen. And my sister pops out. <laughs> and, <laughs> So then my mom is pregnant again one year later. So I have 
two sisters. <laughs> We're all a year apart. And my third sister is born. And, um, you know, again, the farmers had said a Gary Allen. And when my sister was born, they all just hung their heads and said, what are you going to do with these three? <laughs> You've got a house full of women now. <laughs> yes. And my dad looked at all these big honcho men, you know, these big burly guys and said, I'm, I'll yeah. tell you what. Anything that a, be- a boy can do, my daughters are going to be able to do better. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. So I was raised in a household with a father who believed that we were all equal. And he never, okay. ever made us feel less than because we were girls. A few late years later, my two brothers were um, born, and we were all completely 100% raised as equal. I branded cattle. I pulled the fence. I drove tractor. That's how I put myself through college, driving tractor and raising chickens. My wow. my brothers cooked. They sewed. They <laughs> We all had to do everything to make the household work. That's the way we were raised. Yeah, and so, so when we talk about feminism, I have a very different viewpoint than many of my friends and um, and cohorts because I believe in humanism. I really believe that all of us are yeah. equal. And just and you were both, you know, you were both talking about the same thing. I do agree with you, Asia. It's about how you're raised. And fortunately, I was raised in, you know, to believe that. Men and women were partners. So mm-hmm. I adore men. I love having yeah. men around. I adore yeah. women. I love having women around. And I really do not feel that either of us are different. Um, for example, you know, I mean, I was chopping wood. It, it doesn't matter. Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's those stereotypes you were talking about, Zara. You know, it's like uh-huh. the men have to take out the garbage. They've got to yeah. be, be that. Well, that that's just not the case to me. I really think yeah. that we, so I don't like the word feminism, actually. I guess that's what I'm trying to Neither say. Neither do I. <laughs> I don't like the word. I, I really like what you said, Zara, gender equality. Why can't we just all be humans? Why can't we all just get along? And why can't we look at one another as empowering each other and not say that you're man or woman? And at the same time, still be our own unique selves. In other words, a woman is going to be the person, if you choose to have children, that is going to give birth, at least in this day and time. Yeah. Maybe sometime yeah. in the future we're all going to be test tubes. I have no idea. But <laughs> for now, you know, it is an egg and a sperm, and we should just delight in the fact that that's the way that God envisioned us. Whatever that is how life is formed, is. that it should be celebrated because it's beautiful. I, it's beautiful. Yeah. That's how I think, too. I think, too. And I think that a mother and a father, you know, a man and a woman together are stronger. In fact, when I got married, and I've been married a very long time now. We celebrated four decades. Um, oh, my goodness. I, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I did something uh, that at the time was considered kind of outrageous. And I did get married in a church. But I made this huge banner. Actually, my husband and I made it together. And it said, mm-hmm. together we are three, you, me, and we. 
And what I meant by that is that Mm -hmm. we could keep our identity as a man and as a woman, but we could come together to be our greatest selves. So that's what I look at when I hear the word feminism and I hear the word, you know, uh, women's march or women's movement or whatever. I want to be inclusive of men. I want all of us to be inclusive. My favorite movie of the year, and I'm so privileged to get to vote in the Screen Actors Guild Award, mm-hmm. I loved Hidden Figures. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's such a good movie. I don't know if you saw it. I voted for it. It did win, and I'm really thrilled yeah. because it celebrated uh, not only three women, but three black women yeah. who were working in as you, uh, well, yeah, Zara, what you were talking about, um, Mm -hmm. uh, or or Chelsea was talking about coding, I guess it was, right? Chelsea was talking about that. So, and this whole scientific thing. Well, it used to be that women weren't considered to be good at math or science. So women were always pushed towards home economics. And I don't think they even have home economics in schools anymore. But when I was going to school, we're supposed to take home economics what taught mm. you to cook and to sew and to uh, be a good no. wife <laughs> never took it <laughs> good <laughs> I, figured, I figured why should I take it I already know all those skills yeah. I want to yeah. learn how to um, you know I want to learn all the other things and then on our farm I had to change tires and and, exactly. <laughs> and uh, fix motors <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, I could totally relate to that because, you know, a lot of people don't expect girls to like cars, know anything about how a car works or how to even work on them. And what's funny is uh, this is something that I love that I can, you know, tell people is my very first car is this very old 1992 Nissan Pathfinder. And when I bought it, the original engine that was inside it was not running, you know, it would not turn over, it wouldn't work at all. So I was like, okay, and I talked to my friend uh, that uh, had another Pathfinder that was a year older. I said, hey, let's swap out the engine in your car and put it in mine. And he's like, okay. So we would go to the shop every Sunday and we swapped out the car ourselves. I I worked on my own first car. And a lot but of people are like, didn't you feel no empowered way. by doing yeah, that? I mean, it was fabulous. great. It's awesome to have that kind of knowledge. And I work on my Subaru all the time. I work on my dad's Subaru. I work on my Nissan still. You know, I don't like having to take it in for somebody else to fix it. I think it's awesome to have the knowledge about your own car to be right. able to work on it yourself. And not a lot of people expect women to be like that, which is crazy. Well, and I think that really yeah. gets back to what both of you have been, you know, espousing in these segments is that that really and truly men and women it's really time that we join together for the betterment of our species yes and i really yes. hated it zara when you said that people you know came to the club the oh, yeah. guys were coming i mean that that's awful to me especially when you're thinking about a younger yeah. generation you know we yeah. have to change that we have to change that but the only people who can change what is happening the only people that can change the conversation is Mm -hmm. us and that's why we have this show express yourself because it's it's women like the two of you who are very open-minded and who are willing to see the big picture and to embrace everyone around you that can change the dialogue 
And yeah. um, and then it gets back to going back to families. So we have to bring it back yeah. to our own families first, that we're yeah. all yeah. equal, that we all have the power, we all have the capabilities. We may have different interests, and we may decide to do something different, which is totally fine. But, you know, I have no problem with men who want to be the stay-at-home dads and the women that want to go out into the workforce because uh-huh. I do remember... Growing up, we ha- I had I had some friends like that, and I also mm-hmm. remember in my early um, acting years of having a good female female friend who was a VP of a she was the only female VP of a major corporation, and wow. she felt that in order to fit in, she had to have a foul mouth and she had to dress like a man and she had to act Aww. like that, and and it was it went against everything that she believed in. But yeah. I think that ceiling. I, I'm not sure the pay the pay equality is not there yet. We have to work towards that, and you I think still that's have to what work we're going that. to do. We have to work on that, but I do think that we can change the outlook of everyone. And I just want to yeah. thank both of you for the work that you're doing on that behalf. Because again, we are all humans. We're humans in training, and let's make this a better world. Exactly. And I just thank yeah. you for in having me on the show today. Yeah, well, thank you for discussing everything that you did, and I really do agree. It is about humanism. It's about recognizing that we as individuals are all powerful. So thank you so much for that insight. Um, it's not, it's uh, um, uh, Although it is time to say farewell, sadly. Um, um, so we offer our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Zara Hassanine. And I'm Asia Gonzalez. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org and our main site at www.bethestarryward.org. Until next week, remember, be kind. Be strong and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.